Cyclops makes Guy Gardner look like a nice guy. He's a dick. I think we have our opening. Hi, welcome back to Not So Southern Gentlemen. I. Well, I was. I think it's. And I'm Sean. Oh my goodness. This guy. This guy here. Alright, before we get started, dude, uh, this week, August 3rd at 11 p.m. Central Standard Time, um, I'm going to be a guest on another podcast called Her Dork World, His Dork World, on the VOC Nation, and uh, be hanging out with my friend Dean Compton that I've known since... Sixth, seventh grade. Seriously, we've been friends forever. We we would love to have you. Um, it's uh, like a live to drive show, so we'll be hanging out. Like I said, at 11 p.m. Central Standard Time, and then you can find that later on VOC Nation. But go check out their Facebook page. Uh, it's just her dork world, his dork world, and uh, give it a like. Let them know we sent you. Tell them we said hi, and then tune in on Thursday night. Yes. Now, Ricky, when we get into this news... Ricky? Yeah. Gosh. Now, listen. listen Getting listen. all proper up in this match. I know. Match. I know. I know. Because because the internet kind of blew up today. And and I figure it's time we, we just jump in on one of these things and have our say. Because the, the internet seems to be in an uproar. Because uh, Zazie Beats... From FX's Atlanta, uh, she co-stars with Donald Glover, so relatively unknown other than that, got named as Domino today. There's obviously uh, some uproar because she is not totally white, as <laughs> Domino is in the comics. <laughs> On the other hand, uh, she is African American, and, you know, at, at this point, listen... Deadpool makes his own rules. He does what he wants. We all know that. Respect it. Move on. Something different. Let's check it out. I mean, if she's a good actor and she plays the part, why do we care? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Who cares? <laughs> Let's. I mean, it's a comic book. I just character. want. A, I just want a great movie. Put out the great movie. Yeah, and it's Deadpool. We all know it's. It doesn't follow rules. There's no, and I'm. You know me. I am a true to source material person. I mean, I've I've stated that multiple times on here. But this, it's a mutant. It's Deadpool. It doesn't matter, man. Ryan Reynolds is in full control of this thing, and he's he's better than Marvel to me at this point. I mean, stuff Marvel says does scare me. Ryan Reynolds. You go for it, man. He is Deadpool. Like this, this is going to be an awesome movie. I don't, I don't care who plays what. Yeah, I mean, I was all in on the first one. I'm all in on this one. I, I, I want to see what they got. Joker, maybe Bloodshot. Now, Sean, do you remember Bloodshot? Because I do. I remember I, the comics I, with the cover and the guy, and it said Bloodshot, but I never actually read Bloodshot. I have quite a few Bloodshot actual but did i read them or did i buy them because their covers were amazing um i'm gonna go with the latter 
of those and say, you know, I have a few. I am aware of the character. And I thought their comic covers were pretty amazing. But as far as knowing the true story of Bloodshot, no, I don't. But from looking at the covers, now, Jared Leto doesn't really look like Bloodshot would out of the comics. Well, you know, Bloodshot was just a guy with a circle on his chest, from what I remember. I mean, it was Valiant Comics. Uh, I remember Magnus, Robot Fighter, and the other solar guy. Um, I I remember those things being in the comic book store and Bloodshot, but honestly, never read them. I mean, and I didn't know people that read them. Um, I mean, I know it's outside of normal cape and cowl, and it may have a good following. In fact, you know, if anybody out there is a fan of Bloodshot, I'd really like to hear their opinion on this. Yeah, absolutely. That just seemed like an odd fit. I don't know. I'm all for Jared Leto, you know, doing what he does best, and I think he's a great actor. So if he wants to tackle this role, go for it. Um, like Rick said, if you if you know anything about Bloodshot, let us know. Yeah, I mean, there's a whole plethora of uh, characters around that time that, you know, you, you knew about, you saw the poster of the comic book store, you know, you saw... Uh, uh, all the image guys that when they came out at that time, you got your wet works, you got your, you know, Savage I, Dragon, and yeah. but you know people read Savage Dragon, and 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 I, I read some wet works, and what was the what was the Jim Lee one? Well, yeah, they, there was that, and then there was another guy, not not Bloodshot, but there was a standalone guy. I don't remember his name, but uh, like Jay Lee did it or something like that. You know, the guy from the Crow, right? Um, it, I, that time was really fun, and you saw those things, and you're like, wow, that's really interesting, and, and it was really popular, and, and the Valiant stuff would be around, but all that reminds, all that stuff reminds me of is the Deathmate. You know, you know the Deathmate comics, what I'm talking yes. about, that big intercompany crossover that is the, anytime you go to a store, and you see, oh, there's comics over here, and you see Deathmate, uh, if there's a single issue of Deathmate in there, Deathmate in there, I guarantee you it's all crap. So <laughs> you look through it just to make sure, but 99 percent of the time it's all crap. So yeah. Oh my goodness! Now, dude, um, this week did you catch the new It trailer? Did I? Are you kidding me? I was sitting here watching it. While somebody was trying to carry on a conversation with me, and my son's yelling at me like, What is that? Is that the thing? I, it looks scary. I'm like, yeah, it does. Yeah, man. Uh, this trailer, oh, it just, it looks so freaking scary. I, I cannot wait to try this, or to see this movie. You know, they, uh, I seen today on Twitter, don't ask me what source this was or anything, but they were saying during a pre-screening that, People had come out and said this was going to be in the top five scary movies of all time. And this is just part one. This is just the kid's story. Well, you know what? I think there, there have been a, there's been a lot of talk lately of really good, scary movies being made. Uh, you know, on the level of, like, Poltergeist, on the level of The Exorcist. Okay. You know, people are starting to take... You know, genre films like that, but but make them good. If you make them right. good, people will watch. Like the the Annabelle and uh, um, 
those movies. The Conjuring. The Conjuring. I hear people yeah. rave about those. Oh yeah, I, I'm a, I'm a big fan of all those, and I've actually heard Annabelle Creation is better than Annabelle because the the first one Annabelle kind of fell flat, and they say the second one is way better. I can't. I, I need to see that. Yeah, I definitely... Stephen King is about to have a big renaissance. And if people treat it right and do it right, like this Dark Tower movie that's coming out, this uh, uh, Stephen King-based TV show that's coming out, Stephen King's It that's coming out, you know, I'm getting really excited, and, and I don't want to, because Stephen King movies are notorious for being horrible <laughs> adaptations or being great, you know, being well, being okay. uh, Stanley Kubrick's, you know, The Shining, or being well, like the Langoliers, you know, hot or cold. What you? Oh my goodness! Do you not like the Langoliers? No, I don't like the Lang. Belky is horrible in the Langoliers. Jeez, you and my wife, you know. Yeah, I like Langoliers. I'm sorry, I made well, my wife okay, watch it because she had never seen it. And I was like, watch this movie with me. Uh, and I was super excited. And yeah, she listen, watched it. No, 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 and no. And she no. was totally let down. I was of like, of course she was. Of course she was. It's a good movie. Sean, when it came out, it was okay. It was, oh, I would like watching that. Five years after it came out, the CGI is like, oh my God, what what were they? Uh, this looks oh, like this looks that. like the uh, okay. Well, there there it is. <laughs> the, the worst Stephen King thing that's out there, TV series wise, is the Golden Years. Ooh, never that's, seen it. That's I, the worst. I heard, um, I heard it was the Tommy Knockers though. I never bothered watching it. Tommy Knockers is just fine. There ain't nothing wrong with that either. Um, probably the best being Rose Red with, uh, I love the, the redo Shining as TV show. That was really good. The Stand takes it for me, other than It. Uh, the Stand and It are both top-notch, some of the best Stephen King stuff. Well, now I have heard that there are rumors that uh, with the Dark Tower movie coming out, and of course, you know Matthew McConaughey is playing yeah. the Man in Black, and oh, he'd be great in the stand. Well, I've great. I've heard that that is going to happen. That well, that'd uh, be incredible. That, and he will reprise that character, of course. Oh, absolutely, and that one will be amazing. Uh, you know, Stephen King stuff is really special to me because I've pretty much read them all. I mean, that's the one thing I've. I've really read them all. Okay, well, let's uh, let's than, tackle that. Have you have you, have you you haven't read Mr. Mercedes then? No, uh, not in probably the past fifteen years have and I read. The, but and that's thing before that. That's a series or movie coming out too. I've already seen a trailer for that, and it looked really good. Um, now, what is your favorite Stephen King book of all time? Even the Richard Bachman stuff. Yeah, I would go with uh, Richard Bachman and the Bachman books. And uh, out of those, I would say The Longest Walk is my favorite short story. Um, other stuff like Graveyard Shift, I really enjoy Jerusalem's Lot. That is flat out incredible. If you've never read Jerusalem's Lot, you, you need to do it. It, it, it. It's just an amazing short story. From there, you can uh, move straight into... After you read uh, Jerusalem's Lot, you should read, uh, I believe it's called The Longest Night. Don't quote me on that one. That one, I, I don't remember. I'm fairly, uh, it's been a while. 
and it is a continuation, a more modern telling of what goes on in Jerusalem's Lot. And then um, if you've ever read the book Salem's Lot, you'll find out that it used to be called Jerusalem's Lot until modern times changed it to Salem's Lot. They're the same city. Nice. Yes, check it out. They're all three of those are incredible. Now, where do you stand on your your favorite Stephen King movies? Like from a child and from from when you're older. Like, what was your favorite Stephen King movie when you were li- when you were young? Firewalker or Firestarter. Yes, nice. Yeah, I would say Firestarter. Uh, I also thought Cujo was pretty good. Uh, I was, you know. Obviously, I enjoyed scaring myself because I was then frightened of large dogs. <laughs> Love large dogs. Um, but it wasn't bad. Mine, whenever I was a kid, of course, uh, and I've talked about this before, uh, Christine is, is number one in my book. I just I just absolutely love that movie, um, unabashedly, even even as bad as the acting is in it. even. But the special effects just blow your mind. I, I can't tell you how they did that that car. I mean, I know it, it, I know some stuff, but how they did that car healing itself and yeah. some other stuff just just broke my uh, psyche. Oh yeah, yeah, it was great. And then of course, awesome. right behind that is uh, Maximum Overdrive. Oh, dude, I love you know I I love Maximum Overdrive. It's been on my Have you seen it? We made you. <laughs> Uh, what about what about the newer stuff? Anything hold a candle? Like you said, the stand, of course. Right. Oh my goodness! What have we re- What have we even received that you would call modern Stephen King? Since what? you know the TV, I can't think of a movie in forever that Stephen King. Um, I guess what was the one? Uh, Dreamcatcher. That wasn't bad. You know, I never actually saw the whole thing. You need to check that out. That that could be one that could, you know, be talked about further at oh, a later time. I, I know. Uh, one that d- just, just damaged me. Misery. Oh, my God. Dude, <sighs> no. Hey, hey, look. I've watched it. I understand what goes on. I do love Game of Thrones and the stuff that goes on there. But to watch that hobble block, that's a thing that just, it's out of a, it is out of a horror movie. I mean, that's. That's out of one of those just grit your teeth. You know what's going to ha- Oh, my goodness. I can't even think about it right now, man. It, it seriously sends shivers down my spine thinking about that. Uh, oh, uh, okay. Okay. Enough. So 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 let's talk about something else. Um, a movie that we've discussed on here came out recently, came out this past weekend, and it didn't do so well, and I'm a little surprised. And I'm I, I, am, I am as well. Atomic Blonde. Starring Charlize Theron, only did eighteen point five million domestically. Now, I think word of mouth is going to provide a different story on this because I, everybody who's reviewed it said it, the action is absolutely amazing and worth the price of admission. Oh, I know the 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 trailer alone sold me. I was in that first trailer. I was like, I need to see this movie, and, and now I honestly do need to see this movie because. I want to support it. I mean, it needs some help. Let's. I mean, it's it's right up our alley. I mean, it's action. It's a beautiful woman. It's uh, it's got like thirty eighties hit songs, and like I mean, it's it's. I mean, it's everything that trailer is, plus great action. 
kick oh, yeah. kick butt story. It, it really Ugh. reminds me of like a uh, Guy Ritchie style action film with those you know slow mo. I know that may get tiring after a while, but if it's done right, it feels great. Yeah, and, I've, uh, I I think we're going to have to do something with Atomic Blonde. Oh, yeah. I, I I say it uh, it performs better next weekend. Okay. Not not facing one of Dunkirk's higher weekends. Yeah, Dunkirk. I need to see that one as well. Good night. I've heard it jumped into a lot of people's top war movies, and that's pretty tough. If it breaks my top three, it's going to be doing good because I mean, right now, what what's this? Your your top three war movies off the top of your head? I would Mine? say, uh, well, Saving Private Ryan. Um, now, I, I say this, and I've only seen it once, and I don't really feel I need to watch it again. Yes. But I will tell you, Black Hawk Down leaves oh, an impression. That's, that's my number one, dude. I've seen it a hundred plus times. I am not even lying. I watched it. Uh, they had it on repeat the day before we left for basic training. I know I watched it at least three times that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black Hawk Down is number one, with Full Metal Jacket being number two. Um, and I'll say We Were Soldiers is my number three. Uh, yeah, number three was going to be uh, Full Metal Jacket. I mean, I've been recently, I've been watching and rewatching because, of course, whenever I was a kid and that came out, I didn't see the regular version. <laughs> so there was a lot of stuff that. You know, I just never thought about seeing again. Of course, I've heard all the every kid, you know, from seventh and eighth grade quoted that movie. All that stuff that's in that first part of that movie, you heard as a kid, but you didn't maybe hear the source if you were from the right household. Yeah. I was from the right household. I don't think I ever actually watched the unedited version of Full Metal Jacket, and I oh started watching goodness. it the other day. Absolutely amazing. I was laughing my head off. Oh, yeah. And there are such great performances. And you forget that Arlie Emery is, you know, lately, you know, you know him from that show he had on uh, a channel. And you hear him as Sarge on Toy Story. But you forget what a great performance he turned in in the first part of that movie. And him and, of course... uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. Vincent D'Onofrio, Kingpin himself... Mm-hmm. Um, that movie is really impactful, uh, especially that first part. Oh yeah, man. Now, you know what might be impactful is, uh, you have this love for Transformers. Stop. And don't and now, even, don't put this getting, evil on me, Ricky Bobby. And now you're getting John Cena. Well, there's, there's just one problem with that. What? I can't see him. Oh, are you, gonna, are you, what? Is this is this just a straight up money grab at this point? I've heard that there's some good stuff going on. That there's they're using classic cars. Uh, I've heard rumblings that they may look a little more like the G1 toys. I don't know. This movie is not going to be done by Michael Bay. There is some hope here, and that's what that's what makes me so incensed, is that if they're doing this, and they're giving us hope, and then they put all that Michael Bay crap back in there, and he comes in, and he's like, producer, supervisor of the movie, I'm going to, I, I'm, I'm going to flame war, I'm going to burn down this, this, my, one of my monitors, I'm just going to do it. 
It's going to be awesome. Uh, I uh, Just remember to uh, Facebook Live it when you burn it down, because I'm <laughs> sure it'll happen. I hate my job. I'm going to burn this mother down. I told her, you better not. You better not. Somebody else that decided to uh, burn this mother down was the director of Suicide Squad 2. The director, I believe it's Colette Sarah, uh, is leaving to go do a Disney film with The Rock. So, once again, Suicide Squad 2 without a director. Yeah. I I hope it's for the best. I mean, I hope they find a really good director, come in, have a good story. I hope hope DC is turning it around because, guys, like like I have to reinforce, I want DC to succeed. I want a great Superman movie. I want a great Justice League movie. I got a great Wonder Woman movie. There's one step. They've taken one step in the right direction. I'd like them to continue. Yeah. I'm, I'm not here to cheer the downfall of Warner Brothers and DC. Well, maybe Warner Brothers, but not DC. And, and since you brought it up, uh, I just wanted to say I had fun this weekend. Uh, I was able to go up to Batesville, hang out with Rick, and we went and seen Wonder Woman at the Melba. And, Rick, I'll say this like we discussed when we left. It's still a good movie. But I could shave fifteen minutes off that thing and make it a great movie. Ah, you're full of you're full of smoke. Uh, I was talking to Adam earlier today, and he he did not get to watch this movie. He planned on every single showing to uh, to watch it because he uh, all he has to do is take tickets, go in and watch the movie. It's his theater. Could not do it because people kept coming in, kept coming, kept coming theater was packed every night wonder woman was there and uh that's that's really a testament to how good that movie is i mean those people are watching that movie for the first and second time just like we were and um i really enjoyed it i really really enjoy wonder woman yeah Um, very good movie now moving on to something marvel marvel of course once again is doing I mean, we're not even in two of the big storylines they've announced, and they're announcing another one. Avengers 1 million BC. Okay. Uh, Marvel what? Legacy. It's what part of their Marvel Legacy stuff. The old characters meeting new characters, and now they have like Avengers 10 million, 10 billion BC, whatever. The Ghost Rider riding a freaking woolly mammoth is one of the most awesome things I've ever seen. Is on that the, a special variant cover? I, I don't know what it is, but he's one of the uh, 1 million BC Avengers. So I, 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 may, be, I may be enticed to, to follow some of this. I, I'm on it, man. I'll go put it on a pull list. <laughs> uh, yeah, they had like the Black Panther and uh, just, just a bunch of... Some of them made a lot of sense. Like Thor. Thor, of course, was being Odin when he was young. So it's actually Odin. Um, oh, that's awesome! Yeah, yeah. There was a bu- there was a bunch of neat ideas that uh, I was very interested in in that one cover. So I may have to find out more about. Dude, so uh, this weekend we we both had local halls for each other for quite some time, and we both neither of us discussed either of them getting each other or anything until this weekend, and we swapped, and now I can finally talk about the local hall. That you have collected for me and what I collected for you. Do it! Okay, um, dude, thanks so much. Rick was able to go to GameStop and a Barnes & Noble 
when I wasn't, and I now have the 2017 Summer Comic-Con exclusives, uh, Tony Stark and Mr. Clark from Stranger Things. Uh, he also grabbed a Barnes & Noble uh, Dustin from Stranger Things for me, which I'm getting close. Other than the chases, and I think I need Barb, the Barb 2-pack, I think. Uh, then I'll have all my uh, Stranger Things stuff. And you also got me the Man in Black from Lost, which is awesome. I still need to collect more Lost Pops as well. So, is there a Demogorgon Pop? Oh, yeah. There's two or three variants. Uh, I believe there's two regular common variants and a Chase variant. Nice. Oh, yes. Uh, what'd you get? Well, there wasn't. you didn't get anything just regular for yourself this week? No. No, okay. I did uh, you know, I, I didn't really find anything yesterday that I needed to uh, spend the money on, so, yeah, Yeah. All right, well, I ended up getting a couple things. Sean so graciously uh, was uh, shopping one day at Collector's Paradise, I believe. Or was it? No, Kapow Comics. It was at Kapow Comics. It was at Kapow. Yeah. And he found uh, one of my wants that I've had on the list for a long time. I, I'm collecting... Uh, Supernatural thrillers from Marvel. It's only a 15-issue series. Uh, and it has a first appearance of a character in it, the living mummy. And he found the issue with the first appearance, number five. And I was very happy to get that. And I've been thinking about this. I really think Marvel should do a living mummy. Um, because... Uh, number one, I mean, it's a great story. I mean, it's it's a take it's a take on a mummy, of course, but uh, the the origin's kind of cool. Uh, the the mummy is actually a, a person of color. Did you know that? I, I mean, I probably figured they were from Egypt or somewhere. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, you got me there. But I'm saying, uh, not a a white pharaoh guy like you normally see in the movies. He actually was a Nubian king opposing. The Pharaohs, uh, kind of a good guy, huh. and yeah, I mean he's always in bandages, so you'd you'd never know. But yeah, and uh, I really like that story, and I'd like to see somebody take a, a stab at that because I really enjoyed his appearance on Ultimate Spider-Man. Even yeah. you know as cartoony and kitty as it as it was, I really liked it. I thought it was cool, and uh, I, I'm really glad to get closer to the end of this series. Uh, I've so only got a few left. Uh, I need Supernatural Thrillers number one, which is the, I think it's the first appearance of It. I, it's, I know it's titled It. And nice. uh, number four, which is a take on Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Some of those are classic. My first one, of course, was The Invisible Man, number two. Um, number seven, I mean, after number five, I believe they all went to Living Mummy. Uh, yeah, 7, 9, 11, 13, and 14 are all I'm missing, and that's that's the entire run with number nice. 1, number 4. Uh, and the one you got me was, uh, like I said, uh, Living Mummy, and a while back I got the one, like, number 2 or th th number 3, Valley of the Worm, which is a uh, guy who guy who wrote Conan's story. Nice. Um, and But I also did get, while you were with me, I found a What If comic... Uh, what if the old series from Marvel, number 22, what if uh, Doctor Doom was a hero? And it's a take on one of my favorite uh, aspects of Doctor Doom is, of course, uh, 
whenever Dr. Doom, you know, got his scar in college and met Reed and blah, 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 um, he was building this machine to try to contact his mother because Mephisto has his mother's soul. Um, and, and it's, it, that's where the story takes place is, uh, some, something goes right. The machine didn't blow up. Reed helps Dr. Doom. He becomes a, you know, a good guy, you know, trying to fight Mephisto to get his mom back. Um, and, and it's a beautiful cover. Uh, it's a thicker issue. whereas like it was in the 25 cents, seventies kind of time, but it was like a double size. So it was 75 cents. Nice. I, I was really glad to find that. And then I also got today uh, Legends Transformers Sea Spray. Uh, came to our local Walmart today. And I was able, thanks to a friend of the podcast, Joe, uh, pick one up. Sweet. That's awesome. Yeah, it's an awesome little figure. Um, it's an amazing uh, tribute to the G1 character. That's cool. All right, dude, I got a question for you. For, for our Lost in Time segment... Uh, what arcade game did you drop the most coin in? What arcade game do you remember us playing together? Us would be Tekken. <laughs> That's probably it. Because <laughs> right about that time was everybody was playing Tekken. Like Buck and Tony oh, yeah. and you oh, yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, Doe and, oh my gosh, uh, uh, Joshy. Yeah. Just oh my god! So 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 you think that's probably in your lifetime? Tekken three is the best, or or the most money dropped at an arcade game. Well, yeah. what, I mean, what else did we have? I well, mean, see, well, see, here here's the thing. I would say, while I know with you, I've dropped a ton of money in Tekken. I would say it 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 falls to a genre because I used to spend tons. Like my brother and I used to go uh, because we traveled during the summer. My parents would give us like twenty dollars a piece on my brother's birthday because you know we weren't around friends and family, and we could go to the arcade. We would spend together all of our money and spend all of our time on either X Men, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, or Simpsons. Those multiplayer arcade games where you could choose a certain character and be that person dude at least hundreds of dollars in those okay well so lifetime achievement uh most money spent probably would go to pac-man or donkey kong because you always play pac-man or donkey kong if there's a machine around that's true um the best arcade experience would probably be at our local Walmart, that X-Men machine that was sitting there on the oh, yeah. right side for years. Right-hand side. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you went in the left-hand doors, it was on the right-hand side leaving. Oh, yeah. Dude, seriously, $20 spent there one day by oh, myself. Beat it. By myself. Absolutely. And and beat it finally. <laughs> that was a day to remember. Um, now, oh. my... I wanted to say Tekken. Uh, Tekken was Tekken three at the time. I yeah. held the record. I, now, of course, the machine left, but the machine left with my record on it. Number one, two minutes, and it was in 50, the teens. Fifty-eight seconds to beat the entire game with Paul Phoenix. I was there with you when you said it, because uh, didn't. 
Jason had the top one for a little bit. Oh yeah, correct? yeah. Well, he yeah. he did not like that I beat that record. <laughs> oh, I remember this. That's the reason I was there because I needed to be witness. But we also had man, we had Mortal Kombat at that time. We had the Killer Instinct. Jason was a fiend at Mortal Kombat. Oh, oh my yeah. God, he I've would done, he would I've make you that. quit. Yeah, I know. I've been there. He did. He made me quit. Um, freaking reptile. Screw uh, you. <laughs> bubble, bubble, Ricky, bubble, uppercut, bubble, bubble. Ricky, for have you seen it this week, I would like to ask you, would you like to watch a movie with Thomas Wayne, Gamora, Captain America, and the Gunslinger all Sound, in the same movie? Sounds amazing. Well, it, it it's already been made. In 2010, there was a movie called The Losers, and it's about a bunch of... It as my I, I tried to show losers. It's very a team like in the story. So what? Uh, it's about a group of CIA operatives that are betrayed by the CIA, and then join together to find a way to get revenge on the CIA. And dude, it is so good. It, it it's so much fun. But you know, to have a cast. You have Jeffrey Dean Morgan, you have Zoe Saldana, you have Chris Evans, and you have Idris Elba all in the same movie. It it was great. I uh, I don't think this did great in the box office though. I don't remember. It did, but I don't I don't remember it being a big hit. But I'm telling you, you need to check it out. You're gonna have a good time. <laughs> let me let me ask you a question, Sean. Was there an old Western movie, but with cyborgs and uh, uh, run things running amok that you really liked, maybe called Westworld. Yeah. Well, yeah. there's a new TV show. Oh, I know. On Dude. HBO called Westworld, and it is yeah. freaking great. Yeah, you hadn't watched it. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm no, I, I watched the first two episodes, but since okay. we got HBO back for Game of Thrones, I've watched about three more, and oh my god! <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The show is amazing. Oh yeah, I need to get caught up on it, but yes, yes. That's my have you seen it, man? Watch Westworld. It is great. Oh, I know, I know. I need to get caught up. Uh, I've only seen the first episode. And got you know, I never grew up with HBO, so I mean, I I I knew just the movies and stuff that I I have I was missing since HBO has started its original programming since the Game of Thrones stuff since um you know all, all the stuff they've done Band of Brothers was HBO right I believe so yes yeah uh, all their original programming it, it is worth the price of admission $19 a month for HBO is is worth it completely worth it really you think it's totally worth it Game of Thrones Westworld um, you know, east eastbound and down is that? Yeah, HBO. Yeah. Um, Deadwood. You know, oh my gosh, oh, yeah. get it for a year and then drop. Watch everything that you you'll love in the future and then drop it. It's worth it for that. Heck yeah. Now, dude, on Netflix, there's a movie out now that uh, I, I watched because it was recommended to me by my brother and. After a few minutes, I realized that my brother had pranked me. <laughs> it is a Don't See It, and its title is Extraordinary, The Stan Romanek Story. And it's about a man that has 
uh, I believe 195 documented cases where he has met up with aliens. Nice. Now, let me tell you something. I, this is odd because I want you to watch this Don't See It. But, but a, what I want you to watch is just c- click on it, scroll forward to 19 minutes, and watch it from the 19-minute mark to the end of the segment about the strange phone calls this man receives. Because, let me tell you, it's entertaining just to watch how crazy this man is. And he is a 100% nut job. He is crazy. I, uh, I'll continue on here in a second, and you'll, you'll believe me even more so. But it's worth it just to watch 19 minutes. I believe it's like 11 minutes total. He, uh, he meets with some aliens that he has actual footage of, of him, them peeking in his windows and peeking in his doors. Super believable stuff here, man. You should really check it out. Uh, he gets some amazing phone calls. But the, the part where I want you to turn it off, is if he starts talking about the little girl aliens, turn it off. You've gone too far because while watching this, to make matters even worse, we're trying to figure out how crazy this man is. Michelle realizes that he was uh, sent to prison for having child pornography on his computer last month. Wonderful. So, So while I want you to watch like 11 minutes of this, don't see it because... It's horrible, and we actually watched a few minutes more. This guy's totally off his rocker, and the moment we learned he is actually in prison now, it made it even worse. It's a horrible show, but I want you to watch 11 minutes of it. Extraordinary, the Stan Romanek story. It's on Netflix. Um, all right, well, I, my don't see it is, uh, you've been so busy this week, I don't have one. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, I'm a horrible fun, podcaster. Bad podcaster. Okay. Shame. Nope, it's all good, dude. What we still want to do is we want to remind everybody that September 9th and 10th, we will be at the Arkansas Comic Con. On September 9th at 11.30, we're going to be having our own panel. And we've kind of sort of started working out the rough draft of what that's going to be like. We're pretty excited about this. We hope that you will be there. We hope that we'll get to meet several of you that we haven't met before. There's tons of people that I have conversations with that I would love to have uh, hand-to-hand shakes with. And so if you can make it at the Little Rock at the State House Convention Center, that, uh, that wraps up this week. Another one in the books. As always, you can find me at Maynard98 on Twitter. You can find both of us at Not So Southern G's on Twitter. You can find me at Ricky Westbrook. You can search Not So Southern Gentlemen on Facebook. Give us a shout out. Tweet uh, hashtag local hall. Get a hold of us. Message us. Talk to us. Yeah, we will respond. I promise. Try us. We'll do it. Oh, dude. Another great week for Not So Southern Gentlemen. I'm Sean. And I'm Ricky. Y'all have a good one.